This is episode number five where I go over updates and also talk about career choices and lifestyle for the musician. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for listening. This is Cormon Fowler coming to you for the Texas Tenor Podcast. And um, uh, had a great week. Um, we are excited. Have uh, some things coming up, a, lo- a lot of things <laughs> uh, coming up uh, from the standpoint of performances and also some camps. Um, so I am excited as always. I'm uh, involved in teaching or performing, preparing for stuff, rehearsing or doing some uh, productions and, and things like that. So I am uh, surely grateful for your listening ear as you stay tuned to what's going on here with me with uh, Texas Tenor Works. And um, yeah, just wanted to share some of that. I know uh, last week I played a track from uh, a CD that a good friend of mine is releasing, Mr. Neil Lee, his CD, uh, Living Water, which is uh, actually um, available now. You can access it through our streaming site, which is uh, Texas, if you go, just Texas Tenor Music Stream, but you would go to kwamanfowler.com and click on music, and uh, you would be able to see the place where you can uh, join the music stream and uh, get a chance to hear not only um, Neil Lee's album, Living Water, but you can also uh, access all of my albums that I've released. And um, I uh, took all of my music off of iTunes so uh, and Spotify too, so you wouldn't be able to access any of my music anymore through those mediums, but you can do it through my personal site there. And uh, also, I have something to mention. Well, I'll mention that later. I'll come back to it, but we're talking about Neil's album release concert. That's what I want to talk about now. So, yeah, so his album is is entitled Living Water, and um, uh, let's see. It's going to happen on the 21st. Uh, the 21st, the album release is is going to happen. And uh, it's going to be Saturday. That's Saturday, May 21st. And uh, it starts at 7 p.m. And tickets are $10. And you can find out more information if you go to Hunil Lee music.com and that's h y u n i l l e e music.com and uh, for more information if you want to call you can do that just call 617-230-8274 once again 617-230-8274 and um yeah, it's going to be at Oasis Church, and that's 150 South Denton Top Road, Suite Number 117. That's in Capel, Texas. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, the lineup that we have for that show is uh, Neil is going to play guitar, of course. I'm going to be playing uh, tenor sax, 
and uh, soprano. Uh, we have Frederick Sanders, who will be on piano. We have Young Hio, who is on bass, and Terrence Hobby on drums. And we have a special guest vocalist, Miss Shalia Latrice James. So she's going to be singing. And uh, it's going to be nice. We, we did uh, an interview yesterday um, with Neil for a Korean radio station. And we had a good time in there. Uh, I couldn't understand 99% uh, of what they were saying. <laughs> but it was good. Well, I got a chance to um, play with Neil and play some of his songs. Um, I, I know how to say Anyo Haseo. It's hello, how you doing? <laughs> so that was my Korean input. <laughs> but uh, it was it was fun. I love the Korean community. I have uh, students that I teach at uh, Southwestern Seminary who are uh, great students, and uh, they, um, I would say, we've we've done a concert at uh, Neil's church before, and uh, I was going to say that they are very appreciative. Of, of, of the music, and uh, they love jazz, and uh, they love to worship the Lord, you know, so that's that's always a blessing to hang out with uh, my Korean brothers and sisters, so I'm looking forward to it, um, and that interview, by the way, uh, they're going to uh, release that, so I'll uh, inform you when it's going to be available, because I think they um, are going to do, they're doing a video and a as well as the, the audio. So you'll be able to check that out. I'll uh, share it for you and uh, get it to you. Um, yeah, so that's going to be an exciting concert. And uh, I need to get together a video also to promote it. I'm, um, I promoted, I actually released uh, last week sometime, uh, I released a video of me playing Iwi doing the vocoder, and um, a lot of people get send me in questions like, "How do you do that? How do you do that?" So um, it was it was it was something. The vocoder is something that I actually used for a performance, a uh, big performance with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra um, at Southwestern Seminary for the their their gala. So every year we do a gala, a big showcase of all of the music that goes on at the School of Church Music there at Southwestern. And so I um, was asked by my dean, Dr. Leo Day, he asked me, um, "Do I, did I have a piece to present for the gala this year? And I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I got a piece. And, and actually, I wasn't thinking about singing, but uh, I was talking with some of my, uh, my band guys, my colleagues, and uh, they say, yeah, man, you should sing. You should use a vocal cord. I say, you know what? I guess I could. And so I um, ended up practicing and, and uh, getting it together. So this song, Live to Satisfy You, I had um, actually orchestrated for uh, a full symphony orchestra. Thanks to a good buddy, Aaron Hedingstrom. So Aaron actually uh, wrote the orchestration for me. Um, and I had to arrange my, my song so that, uh, you know, it was under four minutes, I believe. But it was great. I mean, it went, it went well.
Uh, it's always a thing, you know, when you're dealing with the vocoder and coordinating the technical aspect and making sure that um, it's working right. You know, because I don't usually perform uh, a lot with the vocoder. So, um, you know, and it really inspired me here lately to get into uh, pedals, more pedals, you know. So I added a, a, a harmonist pedal and um, I've been using that uh, in some of the videos. The video that I did here recently, I just put a clip up of me. Uh, singing my song "Live to Satisfy You," and um, yeah, and I got a lot of good feedback from it. People were were encouraging me to do more videos like that, so I'm definitely going to do it. Um, we're going to release another one this week um, to promote uh, Neil's CD release party. So um, yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. And uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying myself. Um, being able to uh, share things that uh, inspire people <laughs> and, and touch people through music and um, education-wise. I've been uh, teaching lessons, private lessons, um, and, um, you know, also I've been doing some, some online lessons through, through Skype. So uh, for those who are interested, you can definitely reach out to me if you would like to get some lessons in and uh, you can go to quamonfowler.com and click on lessons and it'll take you there where you can uh, sign up and get more information. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's what is happening. I wanted to uh, also share some stuff coming up this summer. Oh, we have another great performance. <laughs> Let me not forget this. Uh, Southwest High School if you're in the area, uh, Fort Worth area, they are having their concert, which they do every year, and it's going to be pretty fun uh, with a Adam Kramer and Mike Dawson. They do a great job over there at Southwest High School. And uh, this year, for their special guest, they have Miss Tatiana Mayfield, who's going to be singing with the jazz band. So if you're around, make sure you check it out. And, of course, yours truly, I'll be uh, performing, uh, doing a, a song with them, with the band and Tatiana. So it should be very cool. And that concert is Monday, uh, May 16th at 7 p.m. at Southwest High School. And that's 4100 Alta Mesa Boulevard in Fort Worth. So you'll be able to check out Tatiana with the big band. She'll be doing some of her uh, original pieces, I believe, uh, along with some arrangements of some uh, uh, good tunes, good jazz tunes with the big band. And uh, I'll be uh, sitting in with them. So you'll have a good time there. Come check that out. And also wanted to mention we're going to be doing uh, a another jazz web shed summer camp. We did it last year. We had a good time. It was three days with uh, myself and Fred Sanders. Um, we had a good time working with the students. And check it out. You um, you can be, you don't have to be in high school if you're a first year college or even if you're not first year, second year, third year, whatever. You can come and get this information because I'm going to be 
sharing information um, on the three areas of jazz improvisation, uh, music uh, marketing or, or marketing for musicians, and business, music business. So I'm going to be touching those areas and really uh, providing information and insight from my experience and my uh, perspective on how to really function, you know, as a, a musician dealing with our new uh, technology and the way that uh, business is today. You know, how can you really function to stay afloat? And so we're going to be doing that in June, June 13th through the 15th. Okay, so that'll be at Southwest High School and you'll be able to get more information about that. Uh, check uh, jazzwebshed.com or uh, com. I'll uh, be updating uh, my website here shortly with that information so you'll be able to find out about the times and how to sign up. Um, okay, so sp also speaking on uh, camps, we're going to be doing one, another camp before that one at Southwestern Seminary. So um, that is the 6th through the 10th. So if you are an instrumentalist, a drummer, bass player, keyboard player, saxophonist, trombone, or uh, any of those things, you would be able to come and uh, be a part of the Southwestern Seminary's uh, camp. Okay? It's, it's a music camp. We do it every year. And uh, you can actually find out more information about this camp by going to swibbits.edu forward slash music camp. Okay? And so uh, that's swibbits, that's S-W-B-T-S dot E-D-U. Okay? So you can go there and find out information about that. Um, I'll be teaching uh, during the camp. It's called the Voice Piano Organ Guitar uh, Composition and Instrumental Camp. So it's all consolidated at one, and you'll be able to work with some of the faculty there at Southwestern Seminary. Once again, that's June 6th through the 10th, and you can sign up. And they do have scholarship money available if you would like um, to get some assistance financially with that camp. Okay? All righty. So... I got all of the announcements out of the way, I believe. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so one what, what of the things I want to get into talking about for this particular podcast, and I like to share um, what's going on with, with uh, me and um, what I see is important uh, to address, you know, for the audience out there. Most of those that uh, stay tuned to what I'm doing is musicians. And um, I like to talk about lifestyle, you know, lifestyle as a musician and career choices. And that's that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and once again, from my book, I have, you know, a lot of this stuff covered in there. And um, I, I wrote a lot of my uh, experience uh, in the book, but one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, you know, when you think about uh, getting into music, I know a lot of times when you're younger, you hear music at a high level and you get 
uh, in awe of it <laughs> and you just jump out there and pursue it and start studying and wanting to know how you do it and wanting to go to places that they're doing it at a high level and and you know it's 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 a sincere pursuit but you can't you always have to deal with um, other things that accommodate those particular pursuits um, from the from the standpoint of the spiritual um, drive that's behind it or you know some of the uh, behavior practices that accommodate those particular lifestyles and normally what we see with musicians or artists you know they're usually uh, out of balance where they put all of their effort and their time and their focus into um, their craft or you know practicing or writing songs or um, just playing or focused on performing Whereas these other areas in their life, uh, whether it be uh, socializing with others or uh, their relationships with with their family or people or with the people who are very important to them, you know, they don't focus on those things because um, they're so in pursuit of their, uh, you know, artistic aspirations. Now, I totally get it because I've been there and I've done that. You know, I've been married uh, now for, dog, let's see, uh, 13 years. <laughs> 13 years going on, 14 coming up here in July. And uh, we just had our baby boy uh, last year. And so, um, you know, when you get married, you learn to uh, really it's about the other person. <laughs> it's about making sure they're taken care of, making sure they feel comfortable. And um, it's a team effort. It's just not one-sided, you know. You you learn that when you get married. And, of course, especially when you get uh, a, a child in the picture. And one, one of the things that I'm learning, you know, I am the backbone, the foundation for this, the, the household. And I have to be on a regimen. I have to be on a, a schedule. And um, I have to take care of business for my home, you know, as the provider, you know. So I have to work, work a job. I have to have some structure. I have to make sure that bills are paid, trash is taken out. I have to make sure that, um, you know, maintenance is, is taken care of for the, the house or landscaping and, and all of those things. If something breaks in the house and if if I got to fix it or I got to, you know, make sure it gets fixed by uh, getting somebody else to, to take care of it. So, you know, all of those things are um, the part of the duties for a husband, you know. And um, of course, you know, my, my son is at a a younger age where most of the time uh, mama and grandmama are spending time with him, you know. So, um, but at the same time, I have other things that I'm doing where, you know, I'm recording things like this, podcasts and, and also doing video productions and, and editing or needing to rehearse and go to gigs and stuff like that. Um, but um, one of the things that I've learned just from 
being connected and uh, reading leadership material and business material or uh, even spiritual uh, hearing messages that that uh, help me to stay focused on the main thing. This has helped me to prioritize uh, things a lot better. Uh, mentorship, that's that's the key. Mentorship and accountability. And, um, you know, this is the lifestyle that, that I have now is uh, congruent to what uh, message or the messages and the faith that I that I have, um, basically that I had, I guess, ten years back, or you know, even going back farther than that. I mean, your foundation, your your belief, your core belief, comes from how you were raised and what was instilled at inside of you. And um, you know, definitely, my mom and dad were there, had me in church. My dad was always. Uh, reading scripture and memorizing and sharing scripture, and my mom had me in Bible uh, school uh, in the summertime. She would take me to a different one, you know, every every week <laughs> in the summertime. But she made it a point to uh, make sure that I heard the word and and it got in, instilled in me. And of course, my dad was there to support and take me to wherever I needed needed to go. He bought my instruments, you know, took me to basketball uh, practice and and uh, also took me to uh, music stores to get what I needed. Took me out bowling, got me a video camera. You know, he's part of the reason that I do uh, uh, do documentarian type things. You know, I've always uh, been one to carry around a, a tape recorder or my video camera once. Uh, I could, <laughs> and uh, and that's because I really um, believe in capturing the moment. Because it's a lot of times you might have some great moments that um, you know other people would have not been able to benefit from if uh, you know record it. Part of even my development as a musician or artist, you know, you want to record yourself and uh, go back and and check it out. And a lot of times with uh, the stuff that I record, you know, a lot of times I won't use the stuff. I won't share it because <laughs> I won't like it, you know. And, uh, of course, the more you do um, do stuff and you get better at it, you know, the more critical you're going to be about your work. And, um, yeah, so that's one of those things. It just comes with it. But uh, I wanted to circle back around and talk about this lifestyle and, and um, prioritizing things because, um, you know, when you look at um, other artists or musicians, I'm, I'm speaking to those who are uh, interested in, in learning and growing and, and, and uh, doing some of the things that you might see uh, uh, musicians that you like online or YouTube or on Facebook or whatever, you know, a lot of guys will post stuff of them traveling and performing. And so the young guys, that's what they want to do. So they'll do videos of them playing and posting them up and, um, you know, enjoying the feedback that they get and the engagement from the, the videos that they post. And so that's, they stay in this mode of, of, of awe and excitement and, 
you know, of, of this fame. Hey, you know, I'm playing here. Oh, look at me and stuff like that. When these outlets weren't available, you know, cats were spending more time just practicing, working on stuff without being distracted. But when these sites came about, um, you know, guys started sharing uh, videos and even aiming to create videos to put up so that people could see them and, um, you know, comment and like and share the videos. And which is totally fine because I did it because I was fascinated with the technology and uh, and I was fascinated with the opportunity to be able to share with people around the world. But I took that as a business opportunity and I used that to um, launch my website, Jazz Webshed. And the whole theme was to be able to get paid for practicing and help other musicians do the same. And so I um, I jumped on that. But what I see a lot now is musicians will, will use will use it. They'll post these videos and then playing and get all of this uh, feedback and, and engagement, but they don't know what to do with it. Whereas they're not using it really to, they don't understand the business aspect, I would say. And then they, they don't understand about uh, building an audience and um, that you use the platforms as an opportunity to, to build your audience. But you have to convert those audience uh, viewers into um, your, bring them into your funnel or bring them into your own email list or your own warm market, which would be your warm market. And those people would be the ones who you would uh, offer your products and services too. But you have to develop products and services. You have to get uh, CD projects or uh, singles, or you have to have uh, lessons. You got to teach. You have to have these, these elements to be a part of what you do. have to have a website, you know. And I see a lot of musicians, they, they don't take the time to uh, think about what it is that they have to offer and create these products and services to make them available so that when they do use these platforms, these social media platforms to share, they have a strategy in place and so that they can uh, benefit and make money from what they do outside of just playing gigs. And this is important because you have to make what you do count in more ways than one. Um, just getting gigs is just one avenue. And I really had to jump on top of the entrepreneurial uh, pursuits because I didn't want to play certain type of gigs. And I didn't want to put myself in the position where I had to play top 40 music, you know, just to make ends meet because I don't like to do that. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. And, and what I did, I um, started teaching. And I taught online lessons, and I, I have a full-time job where I teach at school, and uh, I'm able to create videos and edit my video and uh, do podcasts and stuff like that because I enjoy doing this type of stuff. And this helps to uh, get the word out and engage with my audience so that people can uh, find out about my products and services. And I know, you know, this is not for everybody, but, you know, my position uh, is to inspire 
you know, my aim and drive or heart is to help and teach and and to encourage those that are out there so that they can uh, better understand how to navigate through this new uh, economy or new uh, business model that we have due to the technology and the advances uh, through the internet and, and things like that. You know, that's that's where I am. And so um, that's why I do these things. I mean, maybe, maybe podcasting is not for you, but at least if you're going to be a musician who is uh, who has experience or, you know, and even if you don't have much live performing experience, but you have a lot of academic uh, experience from teaching or being uh, in the uh, school system or, or whatever, and you want to branch out and uh, connect with people out there who are aiming to do some of the same things that you're doing, you know, you create a blog. You talk about your uh, journey and your perspective. You have your perspective through your blog, your website, or if you want to share audio, you can do audio podcasts. It's pretty easy these days, you know, because you have the laptop with a camera on it, or you have your phone that you can use for it, or or your 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 apps that you can get to record a podcast and uh, just share it and be consistent with it and you'll be able to uh, inspire people and connect with people all around the world you know I'm always um, surprised I don't know if it's surprised but I'm encouraged I would say because of the different people who do reach out to me uh, from different parts of the world um, encouraging me <laughs> to keep doing what I'm doing um, because uh, they uh, enjoy consuming the content that I have. So all of that is is available. You just have to open your mind to it and become aware of the opportunity that you really uh, have and not get just caught up in the hype of what you're doing, but learn how to use the hype and uh, lead those people through your experience or into your products and services and, and, and um, you know, cultivate your relationship with those people instead of just posting stuff up on Facebook just because or Instagram, you know, because those things are, are good, but you got to have a strategy. You have to have a purpose point behind it. And that's a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about at the camp uh, coming up the 13th through the 15th. Uh, at Southwest High School. So um, hit me up, send me a message so I can put you on the list and um, I'll let you know uh, when things will be available. Okay. So uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I was able to ramble (laughs) and uh, hit some points, hopefully some things that struck a nerve with you so that you can make some changes and aim to uh, get a better grasp of what you're doing and how you're going to do it when you use these social media platforms, you know. And always think about your future, just like I talked about in the last podcast. You're working now for your for your tomorrow, and uh, you don't want to get stuck, up, like what they say, pigeonholed, where that's all you do is music. You know, I do a lot of stuff. Music is only uh, really a s- small percentage of it. And they have this book 
called uh, 80-20 marketing that I was uh, checking out. And it's basically the, a principle where it's like 80% of the work uh, that you do um, will produce 20% of the response or 20% of what you do gets 80% of the response. So let me let me give you an example. Um, I work and do editing. I'm, I'm coordinating rehearsals and schedules and teaching and all of this stuff, uh, which is, you know, eight, I would say, let's say like 80% of what I do. The performing is only 20%. Or playing saxophone or iwi is only small percentage compared to all the other, other things that I have to do. But on the flip side, outside in, most people uh, are uh, enjoy the saxophone playing or the songs, uh, whereas you know they're influenced by that, and they um, wanna take lessons or or wanna um, buy my stuff or whatever, due to the 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 twenty percent <laughs> of what they see that I do, you know. Whereas the other 80% of the work that I do is not even uh, planned, related to plan, you know. And I, I'm cool. I like doing this. Of course, I have some assistance. I have people who are helping me with uh, the work that I'm, that I'm doing. And, you know, it's part of it. I mean, it's part of your purpose and what's in your heart. You know, I, I enjoy editing video and, and doing the audio podcast and, and of course some sometimes when my schedule gets full or where I uh, can't do a lot of this stuff you know I can delegate it to a team member to, to do and um, even the process of delegation and, and learning how to uh, you know have my stuff in line so that I can hand it off to somebody all of that's entrepreneurship that's that's leadership and that's a learning process. And I enjoy the process of learning and growing in my business. So you definitely have to love what you do. And um, you definitely have to look outside of just focusing on your craft. You have to facilitate the, um, the craft, your, your, your musical ambitions or artistic ambitions. And that's, that's, that's business. That's business and um, marketing there's every company has different departments and of course when you when you're self-employed initially you have to wear all the hats but when you want to transition from being a self-employed person to a, a business owner you have to delegate other people to do the work and trust them to uh, handle it you know and let it go and you stay focused on the thing that you are strongest in you know so uh, just wanted to share some insights and perspectives for you all that are out there listening. And that's it for this week's podcast. Make sure you go to kwamanfowler.com to check out what's happening. And I'm going to update my website because um, this is a prime example. I've been doing it myself. And, uh, <laughs> and that's why it looks all crumbled, too much stuff going on. So I'm, I have someone who's working with me. Uh, to uh, update that and so uh, you'll be seeing updates this this summer and um, to better communicate some of the things that I have going on okay so that's it for this week thank you so much for listening and checking out 
the podcast. Um, uh, we are excited about what's going on and be on the lookout for new videos. And, and uh, once again, Neil Lee's concert is the 21st at the Oasis Church in Capel, uh, 7 o'clock. It's going to be fun. The camps are coming up. 6th through the 10th, Southwestern Seminaries Music Camp is happening, uh, as well as the Jazz Web Shed Camp, which is happening um, the June 13th through the 15th. So um, stay tuned, and uh, I'll keep you posted with more videos and productions uh, this, this week or throughout the week. Okay, so that's it, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.